Too often, faith becomes more about who is in and who is out or about who belongs and who does not. But in order for spirituality to be good for anyone, it has to be good for everyone. In this podcast, we find incredible people using their faith and life as a catalyst for goodness in this world. Be inspired to discover your own goodness in order to make your life, your family, your community, and your world better. Welcome to the Chasing Goodness Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Kinzera, here uh, at, per usual the, on the first podcast of the month with none other than my lovely wife, Susie Kinzera. Hi, Susie. Hello. Hello, everybody. A blustery, blustery <laughs> end of uh, April day, which is awesome. Hey, first of all, thanks everybody for listening. I don't know how this goes up and down or why some months some people listen and other months people don't listen, but had the biggest <laughs> amount of downloads ever since the four years of the Chasing Goodness slash Before That Jesus Never Ran podcast in a month. So go wow, go Chasing it Goodness It must be because you added a really fun new addition to your podcast once a month. <laughs> Was it? Is that it? Probably, probably. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, so thanks, all for, you, babe. thanks for listening. That's That's awesome. That felt good. When you um, said another blistery, blustery, I think you said blustery, or did you say blistery? Blistery wouldn't make sense, so I said blustery, <laughs> or at least I meant to you say blustery. You can get blisters from cold, the cold, can't you? Can you? I never have, it, but... Anyway, it literally is like, we can hear the wind from the window here. It's like so loud. Yeah, it's horrible outside. It's uh, Spring is never going to actually come. We're, this is going to be one of those years where we go straight into summer. So I think we're going to do like a quick winter summer switch over here pretty quick. But speaking of that, so <laughs> Susie and I, you know, we we do a lot of different things to just make ends meet and we do but they're all like fun things. Like it's speaking, it's music, it's design work, it's all that kind of stuff. And so we, and by we I mean Susie, got asked to play music for a marathon in town. We live in Eau Claire, so Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So the Eau Claire Marathon. And at first we're like, I don't know. But then, you know, it's, you know, you, you can't, beggars can't be choosers when you work for yourself. And uh, and so we're like, all right, let's give it a try. And a, a good friend of ours was running in it. So we're like, that's that sounds all right. right. And my friend was saying, you would really love this. It's so up your alley to encourage people. But I was thinking that my music wouldn't be a good fit because my music is such a, like I put on shows and like I, I couldn't imagine how this would work with runners just running by because my shows are very interactive and engaging and like it's that yeah. kind of audience. But then my girlfriend was like, no, it, you're going to yeah. have fun. These things are fun. And I was like, okay. So the first problem with this, and so when Susie says yes to something, that means that I'm coming along because you can't <laughs> not have your drummer. And so <laughs> so we, so first pro problem numero uno is how many gigs have we ever done that start at seven in the morning? <laughs> and we're not, I mean, you know. Zero. <laughs> we're, we're like in our 40s, so it's not like we sleep until noon, but we don't. I mean, it's we don't a, get up at 530. It's a pretty rare day when we have to be somewhere by seven in the morning. Yeah. Um, so so that so we're up at like 530 this morning getting ready, which is unusual for us. And so but it was fun. You know, we made the most of it. And then uh, <laughs> I was really excited to encourage the runners today because mm -hmm. I felt so terrible for them because, because of the weather. Yes. So 
you know. So I was ready. I was ready to go. But anyway. Yeah. So some bands were canceling because, uh, so there's bands all along the route, which is really cool that they do this to encourage the runners. And so we well, were we don't looking. we know for sure who canceled and who stayed. I don't know who was no, all Let's just say nobody canceled. Okay. Um, and so we're, first of all, like last night, we're looking at the weather. We're like, oh, good. It's supposed to snow in the morning. <laughs> now, luckily it didn't, but we knew it was going to be freezing. And so we were like getting out the long johns. We were ready to roll. And, and we woke up with a pretty good attitude mm-hmm. which I was proud of us because numero uno that's like that's like conquering it number one because if we had to do this gig 10 years ago <laughs> we'd have woke up really crouchy anyway so we get up <laughs> we Susie makes coffee she makes boiled eggs like she's just knocking it out of the park we packed up the car we're good to go let's do this and so we get downtown in Eau Claire wait before that I said hey don't you think because my sister and brother-in-law loaned us, loaned us their tent. Mm-hmm. And I said, we probably should have set that up prior to going down. But like we've set up a bunch of tents for past events. We're like, this is going to be no problem. Yeah, it's like there's two pieces. How hard can it be? So right. no big deal. So we're driving downtown in Eau Claire. And we, at this point in the game, we know our setup so well. And we keep it super simple. So we can like set up. If we needed to set up for a concert in five minutes, like we could totally do Maybe it. Ten. Maybe 10. Ten but minutes. Yeah. We don't need any more than that. So we're planning on rolling in about... Seven o'clock. Yeah, 10 to 7, 7 o'clock. So like give ourselves a good solid 15 minutes. We're good to go. So we get downtown and we're driving to the place and suddenly a policeman. Now, we didn't get pulled over, so that's not where I'm going. The policeman backs up and blocks the road. Now, obviously, there's a marathon going on. They're blocking off a bunch of roads we and we're it. like, yeah, of course, you got to block off that road. But we're the musicians. So we're to, and you just blocked off this road. So we're just going to go up there and you're going to let us through. It's going to be fine. This policeman did not wake up with the same kind of jolly mood as Matt and Susie did. He was super pissy. And I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. So Susie, Susie rolls down the window and he just he just gives her the like, right like seriously, we have to get right over there. We have to get like three blocks that way. And we're here because of the thing you're blocking the street off for. So I think and we then should... he was like and then he was like, well, what time does it start? I was like, you don't even know what time it starts. So we knew that it started like around uh, we 7, knew when it started. 7.15. This guy yeah. didn't know anything. The runners wouldn't get to us because we were at the three-mile mark until maybe 7.30. So we Who had, knows? We had but whatever. But yeah. we're not the point. The point is this guy was being a jackass. And so we're <laughs> we're pulling up to him, and then his last words out of his mouth are, um, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You're going to have to go around. And going around is like an extra three or four miles because you have to go like around the whole town. And um, you guys, those of you who don't know Susie, which is a a lot of you you get to hear her on this podcast <laughs> and she's so bright and so well spoken and joyful but there's another side of Susie that never shows up on podcasts which is a little spicy and so she, sassy. she as I'm I'm like we got to go so I'm I'm wheeling around turning around and Susie had rolled her window back up but then purposely rolled it back down and remember the last thing he said is I'm sorry I can't help you and Susie just shouts back at him I bet you could <laughs> and so then I like speed off because I'm like, I like, we're going to be a little late as okay, it is. I don't want cops, Susie to get arrested. They're supposed to help you. Like, that's the thing. Like Mr. Rogers said, looks, look for the helpers. He is not a helper. No, no, don't, don't get arrested in Eau Claire, <laughs> at least not by that guy. Anyway, and then I started chuckling. <laughs> so we drive the extra four miles. At this point, it's like 10 minutes before we're supposed to start. And we're like, okay, we gotta, we gotta move. So we grab the tent out that 
And uh, and this you can probably see where we're going. We grab the tent out, and it's in a bag, and we borrowed it from one of Susie's family members, and uh, and so we pull it out and we start opening it up. We've done this with these kinds of tents a million times before. We get it opened up, and we're like, all right, let's put the top on the second of the two pieces that are supposed to be in the bag with the tent. Of course, it's not there. No, it's nope, not there. It's not there. It's in Janesville, Wisconsin, just a mere three hours from where we are. Should be fine. <laughs> it's raining. It's at raining. This point. Yeah, it didn't snow, but it's raining, which is maybe worse than it snowing at this point. But it wasn't like coming down. It was just drizzling. Yeah, but no it big wasn't deal. Good weather. But so then we're like, okay, no problem. Uh, whatever. Uh, we started giggling. <laughs> yeah, because what can he do? At well, this you point? had made a sarcastic comment like, oh, we'll just pull the. The, the back, the trunk of the car up and we'll just play from the back of the well, trunk. And so I was like, was, actually, that would be really yeah, fun. Because it was super windy. So my fear was not that the tent wasn't all there. Thanks, brother and sister-in-law. <laughs> but my fear was that the tent is going to get blown into the Chippewa River, which is right next to where we were because it was really gusty. So I was like, well, if that happens, we'll just back up the car. And we'll just throw open the tailgate, you know, so that will cover our heads and we'll just play sitting on the tailgate. Well, turned out we got to use my brilliant idea. And so genius. we backed up the car. <laughs> At this point, we're just giggling. And, and so we did backed you up say the like car. our new band name is the tailgate? I think you said that. Don't give me credit for your funnies. <laughs> oh. It was very funny. That, that got a lot of mileage today. And so uh, backed up the car and start at this point, like. I'm sure the marathon is about to start. So we're like, we at least have to get the sound system set up and get music going through. So we set up the sound system. We get the music going. We're rocking and rolling. We're setting up our, we're getting out the guitar. We're getting the, the drum set up. And then, uh, and then I look in the car. I was like, um, Susie, like I, I didn't. I think you swore. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't bring any of the microphone stands. <laughs> and at this point, back this, this show up, if, we, if this was 10 years ago, Oh. There would have been an all-out war going, a we Matt and Susie war going. We would have been fighting. How could you not have done that? It would have been bad. And at this point, we're just laughing. Yeah, we're we are just, just like this, laughing are, our asses off. What are we going to do? I was and like, so, I, maybe I could put the cord through. <laughs> so then we just go into problem solving. Like, could we hang the cord through, through. the tailgate like, and just like <laughs> let it dangle in front of our faces? I'm like, I can play with one hand. I'll hold my mic. <laughs> I, we just got to figure out what you can do. And so... um. And so finally we figured out, thank goodness it was freezing cold out because right. you had a scarf. I did. <laughs> so we tied the microphone in a scarf around your neck. So it was like <laughs> just a microphone kind of hanging around your neck, kind of in front of your mouth. And then when you played, you just kind of tilted your chin. head down a little bit so you could <laughs> sing into the microphone. And I had happened to wear a hoodie, which has a, you know, the a tie, a drawstring. Yeah. And so I tied my microphone <laughs> in my hoodie. And we off we went. We were ready to go before the first runner came by. Now you're probably thinking, isn't this supposed to be like a Jesusy kind of podcast? Why are they telling me this story? Well, we tell this story because here's the thing. I swear, I swear to you, like if this happened, maybe even five years ago, but definitely like ten years ago, because when we used to be worship leaders at churches, like we would embarrass ourselves so bad in front of our worship team because we would get in these we'd fights. We'd get knocked down drag out fights. Yeah, yeah, we would get in fights about stupid little detail stuff that we would disagree I don't on want or things that not beat. going right. I want four on the floor here and then I want hi hat and then I want Tom Toms. Yeah, and, and I didn't Tom's. always want to do what Susie wanted to do, so we would get in these so all that to say, like ten years ago, if this would have happened to us 
it would have been like the end. It would have we been wouldn't World have been talking War to, III. We wouldn't have been we recording be a pod. this podcast right <laughs> now. We'd be day. in separate rooms is where we'd be right now. <laughs> but here's the thing. Number one, we're like, I don't know if I want to do music for this because it seems weird. Number two, like everything went wonky this this morning and then we start playing the music and these runners come by and i swear to you like this morning the two hours that we played for all of these gazillions of ridiculously you know insane runners who think it's smart to run (laughs) 26.2 miles like the joy that was on their faces they were the best like we had so much fun like it was insane how much fun I had this morning. I would put this like in the top 10 of, I know. of any music thing we've ever done because they were so fun running by. We were having fun with them. The music was fun. It was just everybody was like making the most of a horrible morning because it was freezing out. We happened and, uh, to be in this area where other people could park their cars and they could come encourage their family and friend members. And and it was so funny because like even the people you got that another were, gig out of the deal. Yeah, <laughs> even the people that parked their cars were like recording us. And like one guy came over. He's like, my buddy's in a hospital. Can you sing him a tribute song today? And I was like. Sure. <laughs> just We're going to play a lot of songs. Just call whatever one you want. Just at record tribute. it. Yeah, you got somebody like was giving me sticky notes with her number on it, so <laughs> Susie could sing at their event later this summer. There was runners who would stop to take, take pictures, pictures or videotape yeah. with us. It was th- it's like get your ass going. Like you got twenty three <laughs> more miles. You can't stop. No, but- it was so so good. And you know, you you go thinking, and I was ready. I was like ready to encourage these runners and like just love on. I'm like crazy and say, I'm so proud of you for doing this. This takes valiant effort. And I felt like I was more encouraged, you know, like it was seriously so much. It was so reciprocated. The reason that we bring this up today on this podcast, excuse me, is that um, had we done this in our past and been all grouchy, like we wouldn't even had any fun doing the music, No, but we stayed super calm. We were laughing about it, made light about it. We still got set up on in plenty of time. Well, within for, we had a couple minutes to spare and, uh, and it was just so fun. And we allowed ourselves to have fun. The runners were blessed. We were blessed. Like it was just a great time. Whereas if you, if you take the other approach, which many of us do a lot of the times and you just get grouchy, then you don't even enjoy it and you can't be the blessing in the way that you can be in this world. And if you think, and this was just like a tiny little example, but when I think about this on a larger scope that that I think reflects a lot of us that listen to this podcast, you know, a lot of us have had some hardship and a lot of that hardship has been around church and faith settings. And I think about our own story, like we have a a really hard story of like a ministry that we started, like ended horribly and it ended with, with me and us getting kicked out of it, this thing that we started. And it would have been easy in that space to just like throw in the towel, which we wanted to do. Like we wanted to leave this town. We wanted to never do ministry again. We wanted to just be done. But if we had taken that approach, like this woe is me approach, and yeah, there was a lot of healing to do, and that took years and years and years. But at the same time, like in the midst of that healing, we started talking about, okay, well, what are we going to do next? Like, and and the things that we would talk about would be like ministry things, you know, and um, and we just were never willing to give up. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah. Like life, and that this is for all of our lives, no matter what we're doing, right? Life's going to have its ups and downs. But the the challenge 
is to not allow ourselves to stay down, especially even in those moments where it feels like that's the safest place to be, like just finding a way to, to get back up to the point that, you know, now we, we, we just have kept going and now we still get to do all of the things that we love to do. We just do them in very different ways, but it all is because, you know, in life in general, and again, there's been many a times where we've wanted to stay down, but every single time we've got back up again and that always leads to goodness. And so I know when I talk to people, especially when you've been through some, some real hurt and it had to do with your faith, like those are the spaces sometimes that you just want to hide. You want to just never show your face in a church again. You never want to put a label of being a part of a ministry on your life again. You never want to open the Bible again. You never want to pray again. And all of those spaces for me particularly, not necessarily for Susie, but all of those spaces are spaces that I'm, I've been in. And I'm so thankful that I allowed myself to walk out of those spaces as well. And I think about, you know, a lot of people put the label on this podcast or some of the work that I do is like deconstruction work. And I don't say that that's not true, but I'm much more interested in in the way back up than I am the way down. And so I think deconstruction is really important. Get to that core of what you believe. And then when you find that, then where are you going to go from there? And the, the one thing in my mind that I always kept in front of me was that in my story, as in most of yours, I'm sure, the hurt came from some human beings, right? Human beings are flawed. And I always kind of, including myself, and I always took the approach that, you know, another human being doesn't get to, take a blessing away from me. Mm-hmm. And and just because they may have done something that was hurtful and hard to me, like they don't get to take away my future. They don't get to take away, in my case, like my ability to speak in front of others, or in our case, the ability to do music in front of others. Like people don't get that right. But if we choose to give up or we choose to stop engaging in things that matter to us, in particular our faith, then we're allowing other people to take something from us that's so very special. So I guess... All that to say, like our silly little Eau Claire marathon story, I hope, I hope it rattles around your brain when you're thinking about giving up or don't feel like you have the strength and you think, just think about Matt and Susie playing music for a marathon and, and hopefully that'll encourage you to keep going. Well, I think it's, there's two things here in this episode or in this just conversation that we want to share and that is to keep going. We've had so many conversations with so many different people over the years and the ability to foster and nurture relationship, to encourage one another to keep going is so important. And so if you don't have people in your life right now that are bringing that kind of encouragement to you, like we had to do with the racers and the racers did to us, then we need to, you need to find some people that are going to do that so you can get up and you can keep going. And that is a, a huge prayer of mine for you. If any of you find yourself in that place, because here's the thing, encouragement fosters encouragement, kindness fosters kindness. So anything that we're trying to do in a positive light, we want to, when we, when we reflect that to other people, it reflects back to us. And so that's what we want to see happen in our world. And we want to see nurtured and fostered in our world is encouragement, kindness, keep going. I will never forget, like Matt mentioned, we have started and stopped many different things in our life and they've all been purposed and they've all taught us so many beautiful lessons and they've all been during a season of life. Um, 
And from the very, very beginning of our marriage journey, we had this verse that just kind of, I don't know if it attached to us or we attached to it, but we just connected to it. And it was out of um, Philippians 2.1. If you have any encouragement in Christ, if you have any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit, are your hearts tender and compassionate, then make my joy complete by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind in purpose. Now in saying that, we've had so many conversations about this because we don't know if it's absolutely possible to be one mind, one spirit, one person in the world. And I think when we we're talking about this the context of this scripture, I think Jesus's heart was more so that we would be able to find humility and agree to disagree at times. And in yeah. our in in our ability to humble ourselves and do that well, you find more opportunities to get over your sense of I need to be right. I need to be right. I need to be right. And I think that this morning shows that maturity and that growth in us because a lot of our conflicts, I know a lot of our conflicts were because like one of us wanted to be right or we did something right, but you did something wrong. And I even thought it was beautiful this morning because Matt was like, I'm so sorry. This is totally my fault. I was like, no, it's not. I could have just as easily brought up the mic stands from the basement and I didn't do it. I didn't double check. So I just think the way, the way that we serve each other now, it's not about being right anymore or wrong. It's just about oh, what we learn and what's our attitude, you know, when we're doing this. So here's what I think. I think you're right. And I think the idea is anytime we talk about like oneness or unity, it has zero to do with needing to think the right way or believe the right way or any of that kind of crap that we, you know, so many of us got so caught up in for so long. But it's it's a it's almost like agreement on what matters. And so I think if we take Christianity or we take Jesus, I think it's fair to say what mattered to Jesus is number one, love, and number two, people. Mm -hmm. And I think that the agreement, uh, that the unity that we can have with Jesus and the unity that we can have with one another is that like if we can just agree on the fact that we should serve one another, that's the people part, and that we should love, uh, you know, each other, you know, that's, that's all we need to agree on to be unified. Because if you think about the, like our hearts when like we got up this morning excited to serve these runners and be a part of this thing and encourage them. So our goal wasn't to play anything perfectly. Like we've been doing music well <laughs> enough or long My enough. My voice that was cracking yeah. so many times. It's seven in the morning. But like people. we know that it's going to like, we're going to do well enough that it's going to fit what, like we, we weren't worried about the music being perfect. You're, you know, I'd played the harmonica, you were playing the guitar. Those two things were not in tune for most of this morning. <laughs> wasn't, you know, it wasn't the purpose. The purpose was the smiles. The purpose was encouraging them to get up the hill that was behind us. The, the purpose, purpose was, was the run. Blessing them and encouraging them the purpose was actually if you think about it the race the run like we were so excited like we found we discovered we were excited for each other because we disagreed you and i weren't going to get our butts out there and Mm -hmm. run that race like they were going to run that race oh god no! so we disagreed we had a disagreement there 
they didn't were know you? it. No, oh. they didn't know I that we, you were we disagreed yeah. with them running a race That's at a seven in the idea. morning when it's 36 degrees yeah. out. Not just a race, but, but we agreed miles. on the race yeah. because we wanted to encourage each other. That was a stretch. But was I it? Love it? Yeah, good. I thought it was really good. Perfect. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> So now you can we, just edit that. Then. No, I'm not going. I'm going to leave it all out there because maybe it'll make sense to somebody else. <laughs> so as we think about this faith piece, um, you know, I, I'm reminded. I was so thankful this week. So I've got. I've shared this with with you before that I've got this. These couple of guys that I get to hang out with a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Well, we try to hang out every couple of months, and and um, Tim and Brian and their pot. They listen to this podcast. So what's up, guys? And we got this great Woo-hoo. opportunity to hang out just this last week. And I was so blessed by that. And a lot of times what we do is we talk about faith and we talk about spirituality, church, all those kinds of things. And and we were talking about that again this time. And, and the comment came up of like, what's the purpose of church? What's the purpose of people gathering together? And it wasn't in a negative way. It was like an honest yeah. question. And because Brian does this thing called beer church and we all three of us were there and it was this really cool experience. And so the, the old way of saying that would have been, you know, if somebody would have asked you and I, like, what's the purpose of church? Like 10, 15 years ago, we'd have been like, Hey, we got to share the truth of Jesus and the gospel message. We got to get people saved. (laughs) So we got to get as many people in the doors so that we can get as many people hearing the message of Jesus. So we can get as many people into heaven. Like that was, that's, that's the old model. Right. But then Brian came up with this, this thought, he's like, but what if the whole idea of church was just to encourage community. Like what if we gathered people in order to encourage them not to say a prayer or not to believe the right things, but to gather with people, you know, because when we spend time, like when I, when the, when our church experience went really, really bad. Like I just wanted to isolate and and you did too, which is crazy because you are the, like the least isolating person in the world. Right? (laughs) So our initial desire was to isolate, but the only thing that's going to get you through any, any of us, the only thing that's going to get any of us through a hard situation is people that care and love for us that are one minded in the fact that that love and care for humanity. And so you know, I thought that was such a beautiful thought because what if we gather people only to encourage them to gather with each other? Like what if that's the whole, you know, we go to beer church with Brian and Jesus fit and our whole goal there is not what we do there, but it's encouraging people to get together outside of beer church. And because this piece of encouragement, this piece of being unified, this piece of making a difference in the world, all of that is encouraged in in the scope of conversation. So Brian, Tim, and I, we get together and we encourage one another and we spur each other on. And we, you know, I was sharing ideas with them saying, what do you think about this? And they do the same thing. And when we get together with other friends of ours or family members, even same thing. And so wherever you are, you know, one of the things I, I really realized in in this kind of journey back to faith, I guess, for myself, and this is coming from a pretty introverted person, is that life lived alone is is not a very encouraging, loving, caring, and fun place to be. And so whatever you do, find the space to be around at least a few people to encourage whatever is next for you. When you're down on the ground, the only thing I think that's going to get you up off the ground are some people. I haven't, I haven't met a lot of people who could honestly say, Hey, I got, I got knocked down and I just stood back up by myself. You might say that, but if you really think about it, 
there was somebody there like lifting you up mm-hmm. and encouraging you to get up. Because I know like when we've been in our worst spaces, you can't get up by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you need people to grab you by the arm, help you keep going, drag you out of your bedroom, take you out for a drink, whatever. You need those people. And so I think the the whole goal is when you're down, get back up. But the only reason you're going to be able to be, get back up is if you have a community of people around you. So do whatever you need to do to surround yourself with people who genuinely care about you. Mm-hmm. And I think in what you were talking about with Beer Church and that being a space of encouragement, ultimately that is like the example of Christ and what you meet in that space, what you... Um, what you're afforded in that space is to experience love and kindness and goodness. And all those things are the attribute attributes of God, like all of that kind of um, serving one another, giving to one another, living in a space of encouragement. That just is God. That mm-hmm. is who Jesus, how he is represented is through love and encouragement and kindness. So, so my challenge for you going into this week, I'm going to give you a challenge this week. When you get up in the mornings, instead of just like going into your day or just worrying about the details, because so much of our day can get caught up in worrying about the details, right? And and like in our life before this, you know, there was so much, we, we cared so much about being so good and so perfect and you know and that's good like we like we are the type of people that want to be really really good at what we do because you know we grew up as performers and things like that so it's not that that's not important but that shouldn't be the whole focus and so the goal every day this week for all of us let it be to bring life and joy and love to the humans that we're around, whether that's our family members, whether that's our coworkers. And I know you might be hearing that saying like, well, obviously, but how many of us really think about that? And there was one time, and I haven't done this for a while, so maybe I'll start doing this again this week. Um, And I don't even know where it came from, but I used to wake up and before I put my feet on the floor, I would think through my whole day. Because if you think through your day, then you're more prepared for your day. And then if you're more prepared for your day, then you can be more present for the people that you mm-hmm. run into. And the whole thought came from, I want to be like Jesus from the standpoint that whoever he ran into, he would focus all of his attention on on their situation. And so even when you're at work, if there's a need that comes up for a human being that you're around, like how can you just engage with them and be there for them and let that be the purpose as opposed to the details of what you're doing. And then the other thing that I still currently do is I have this journaling method that I I adapted from a, a Buddhist guy. And, and what I do is I just write down, you know, I write down the things that I'm grateful for. I write down the things that I'm concerned about. And then there's this piece, and this is the piece that I want to get across, is I write down my intention for the day. When I wake up in the morning, I know how I'm feeling already. Like, <laughs> Like I know if I'm if I woke up a little grouchy, if I know I know if I woke up and I feel like I'm on top of the world. And so what I do is I set an intention and I know what I have going on in my day. And so it's just a simple one word. Like this last couple days ago when I was doing it, I know I just wrote down strength. There was another time this last week where I wrote down belief. Uh, this morning I woke up and I knew we were going to be at this marathon and I knew I wanted to like be encouraging. So I think I just wrote encourage. Uh, there's another time this week I wrote kindness. And then I keep that word in my mind as a way that I'm going to interact with the world. And it's always a positive word. It's never, it's never like (laughs) be an ass and it's never that it's always a positive (laughs) word. So all that to say, as you wake up this week, 
my buddy Tim, who I was just with, he just tells me that he wakes up at like 4.45 in the morning, spends Woo! the first half hour of the morning, Tim. first half hour of the morning just focusing on God, focusing on his quiet time, and just finding that space that our intention and our, our focus and our unity in Christ can be all surrounding the love that we're going to bring to this world. Not that we believe the same way, not that we think the same way, but simply that we genuinely care and want the best for whoever is in front of us at any given moment in any given day. So wherever you are today, if you're at that place where you just feel like you're your back's on the ground. Um, you know, we just encourage you to, to maybe, maybe tomorrow or maybe today, just take, you know, just lift up your head, you know, do one small thing. Just maybe just start believing that it's possible to get back up. Maybe that's the first step for you. If you're at a place where you're just a little discouraged around faith things, well, what's one thing you can do this one, this week that would be a step forward in your faith, not a step backward, because maybe you've taken a lot of steps backward and maybe it's just that you're going to take two minutes sometime this week and you're going to pray because maybe you haven't prayed for a year. You know, I know I was in that space not too long ago. Maybe you're going to open a Bible. Maybe you're going to talk about God to a friend, you know, whatever it is, like just keep moving forward. And if you're in a really great place as you're listening to this, you know, what can you do today and this week to just be an encouragement and to bring love into this world in the same way that Jesus did, which is just to respond to whoever's in front of you with all of your focus and all of your intention. So thank you for joining us for our wonderfully random <laughs> podcast this this fine day. Uh, you can find me at my website, which is just mattkinzera.com. You can find Susie at her website, which is wildlily.me. Uh, you can find us both on Facebook, even though we hate being there. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram, even though we hate being there as well. But you can still find us there. You just won't find us engaging too much because it's... <laughs> just not our happy place. Uh, but as always, let's keep chasing goodness together. <laughs>